Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend Slash, my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down all the major announcements that happened at San Diego Comic-Con 2022. It has been a blast, kind of a pain. They did it again, folks. They did. Marvel did it again, but I will say it three was years a bit later. Of a, yeah. Three years. I know it's, it feels like it's been so long since Comic-Con has been a thing. Um, and we're starting to see these big conventions come back. We also got word that, uh, E3 is coming back next year. So I'm very excited for that as well. But yeah, man, just a lot of crazy, crazy announcements. Um, it, it was kind of hard to keep up with the news just because, you know, we we're constantly, you know, just refreshing Twitter and, you know, following these accounts like through Marvel Studios and all these other major outlets and it, it was it was a bit much but hopefully in the future they will you know turn this into more of a live event like they do for like summer games fest or for even like e3 uh 2022 i feel like that will definitely help more people get included for those who are not as fortunate to travel uh to san diego to experience the events but uh, before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, outside of all this San Diego Comic-Con announcements, how was your weekend? Very solid weekend. I, I got some good hours in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, getting close to the end there, I think. But it's been, a, it's been a fun ride. I don't know what's next for me as far as games, but I've also been uh, I've been watching Cowboy Bebop, the OG. Not the, uh, not the cursed, poor live-action version that was. Oh man, how are you enjoying uh, the original so far? Yeah, it's it's solid. I mean, you can definitely see like like the live action one was like pretty out of order and just kind of they tried. <laughs> yeah, Dev, I'm I'm excited. Devin's getting into anime. This this is a great day. This is insane. I I would barely call it an anime. It's so western. It is western, but I, I mean, obviously, yeah. But I I know what you mean. I will say, I. I highly recommend you need to watch Attack on Titan because it is so I, I think it's right up your alley. I'm not even joking. Like it is the the story is darn near perfect, if not just perfect altogether. Like it and I mean it's still going on. I think it's gonna be four seasons. The last part of season four is supposed to drop. I think it's next year. Um, so there's always that. So just just put that on your radar. It's on Hulu. So I'm just saying. But but, uh, but speaking of Cowboy Bebop, there, you'll find a nice little uh, surprise in your box for Cowboy Bebop related when that comes. Oh, my life. Uh, so I went to go see DC Super Pets, by the way, and they gave me a, a full blown poster. That's pretty large. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And then they also gave me this DC Super Pets bag. It's a little string book bag with a little fan inside, which was kind of cool. And then 
DC League of Super Pets Cave. Um, there was a lot of children there, clearly. Um, <laughs> they were not giving this just out to adults, but it was pretty cool, man. I had a blast watching the movie. Um, I can't wait to you know cover it here on the podcast. But um, as for me, for what I've been watching since I kind of you know have finally recuperated from the traumatic events of Severance, I'm diving back into uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, uh, Book Two, Earth. Uh, book to Earth, excuse me, uh, so we're going to be doing a series review on that. If you haven't watched or, excuse me, listened to our uh, Book One Water review, it's definitely up on uh, po- on a podcast right now for everyone to listen to. So I'm having a great time revisiting that. Um, almost done with Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I think I'm going to start Bear next or something new that I haven't seen before. Um, you know, it's always fun to go back and rewatch your favorite shows. I thought about rewatching all of Game of Thrones before House of the Dragon. And I'm like, that is so impossible to do right now. So like, I, I really just can't. But uh, yeah, those are just a few things I've been uh, watching. I've been playing some God of War on PC. So I'm going to try to finish that before the new game comes out. I don't know if I'll 100% it um, on PC. I might go back through and replay it on uh, my PS5 and try to get that uh, trophy. Uh, or the platinum trophy, but we'll we'll see. But yeah, those are just a few things that's been happening with me. Had a pretty good weekend, very chill weekend. Nothing too crazy. Uh, my softball team won <laughs> last uh, Monday, so that was that was a great start to the week. But other than that, man, yeah, just been trying to monitor everything that's been happening with Comic Con. I knew a few f- people who went. Uh, this year, so maybe we'll, we can go next year. I'm I'm hoping that we we really can because I think that would be a great experience for both of us, and you know to share that that experience with our listeners out there would be pretty amazing. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the way this entire episode is going to go down, since this is a non-review episode, we haven't done one of these in a while, but fear not, we have you all covered. Uh, we're going to be going over like our initial reactions of San Diego Comic Con 2022, uh, starting off with like our favorite non-comic book announcements. I just had a few that I wanted to shout out because I didn't want that to necessarily get overshadowed by all the other major announcements out there. Uh, we'll be going over the DC comic book uh, panel announcements as well as the Marvel animation panel announcements and the the theatrical slash you know other TV shows. Uh, the other everyone's waiting for yeah everything else that you know, that I was told I was told Devin I was told that Phase Four had no plan I was told that Phase Four had no direction yeah they're, they're, there's there's no way they're they're going to Secret Wars there's no way that's gonna happen I mean I, I don't know I, it's uh, Kevin Feige is yeah so we're definitely gonna be going through all the other major Marvel announcements as well then we'll kind of close out with our anticipated uh, projects or most anticipated projects and then our final thoughts are, of the event um, as a whole you know what uh, we thought of it and what they can improve on and you know what we liked and what have you so. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to our San Diego Comic-Con 2022 recap and breakdown.
All right, and we are back with our recap of San Diego Comic-Con 2022 live. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I guess live recording from our our, our separate bedrooms. We, we're not at Comic-Con, as we mentioned yeah. before. <laughs> but, I, I don't know about you, but I had trouble falling asleep last night because I was so excited. Like, they just dropped these bombs, and it's like my mind was just racing. It was, it, it, it's, it's a lot to take in. It really, really is because like I said before, we're, we're scourging through Twitter, you know, we're checking these other news outlets and I was refreshing every 10 seconds while it was happening. Yeah. I actually went live with uh, the suit up geeks uh, podcast. Definitely follow their podcast over on YouTube. Give them a nice little subscribe over there. They, they do some great work. Um, I joined their uh, live stream uh, for Marvel's hall H um, at the last moments. And it, it was just fantastic. But again, I, I think the main issue with, um, with Comic-Con altogether, and I guess this is just like a part of our initial reactions, um, is that I really wish it was like live streams. Like I wish they had a live stream like, much like they do uh, for E3 because it, I feel like there is this big disconnect uh, with other fans, like I said, who are not fortunate enough to go because, you know, going to San Diego Comic-Con or whatever Comic-Con you're trying to go to uh, for us, you know, we, we love more so on the, uh, on the uh, East Coast. So it's not necessarily an easy thing for us to kind of just, you know, drive a few hours to California and, um, you know, experience. I need this, to see that Guardians of the Galaxy clip they showed. I heard I, heard I had some tears falling. I, I sent part of it from, you know, people were sneaking, you know, sneaking some videos yeah. here or there. Like, oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it really is. Like, I just feel like there's, that's the biggest um the biggest like downfall, or I guess the biggest con for me, huh? No, not Comic Con, Con Con, <laughs> Con. Um, but yeah, that that was just my biggest like uh, con that I had. Um, what about you? What, what were your initial reactions? Just you know, between these past three days of San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, it, it's definitely it just sucks having to just go on Twitter whenever you want to try to find the breaking news, like. It would definitely be better live streamed, obviously, for us. But I guess they want to keep it exclusive. That's fine. Like, I get it. You know, it is supposed to be an in-person event. But at least drop the trailers. Drop these small little trailers that you're showing people there. Like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just saying, like, I understand, you know, it's press. I, I get it. But, like, drop, drop the trailers at least. Make me at least feel like I am part of this convention that is going on. But... Yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean. Um, as far as like the first day, you know, it wasn't too much going on. I feel like that was just more of a warm up. Everyone's waiting for Friday and Saturday to kind of just, you know, get into those bigger announcements. So um, really quick, before we get into those big announcements, I kind of just wanted to go over a few of my uh, favorite non-comic book announcements. I'm not sure if Devin has any, but of course, you know, if if you do, of course, Devin, you know, feel free to, to fill in uh, the blanks there. Uh, but for me, before we get into like, you know, the meat and potatoes of the DC and Marvel uh, panel announcements, I just had a few uh, announcements I kind of wanted to shed some light on because you know it is San Diego Comic Con and obviously everyone goes there for Marvel and DC um, you know announcements but there are a lot of other great announcements that happen during these events so uh, starting off for me 
I think the number one thing for me was uh, the first Avatar Studios movie coming to theaters in 2024 will no longer be about Avatar Kyoshi like it was reported uh, about a month ago, but it will rather be about Avatar Aang. It will be set in the time period where teen Avatar are young adults. The gang, <laughs> the G-A-A-N-G, is getting back together. And I'm so, so excited for this. Like, it is probably my biggest takeaway outside of, like, Marvel and DC stuff. Like, it's... I, I'm blown away. Um, another thing would be uh, the Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Th- Thieves uh, reveal trailer, which comes out next Surprisingly year, Surprisingly good trailer. It looks amazing. Like, I was shocked. Because I was like, oh, what is this? Like, Just generic D&D movie, but then you see the trailer. It's like, oh, okay. Like, the CGI looks really good. And I'm not sure who the studio is behind this, but I've watched the trailer about three times. I know the people doing the CGI are the ones that work on Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. So that's kind of why it looks so good. Yeah, yeah. I I like that a lot. But yeah, uh, was that Chris Pines in this movie, I believe? That's, yeah. And then a few others. Um, it, it it looks fantastic. I'm so excited to just watch this in theaters. Um, I forgot uh, when the actual release date is. I do apologize. But uh, another takeaway for me, uh, just a small one here, was uh, the new Gotham Knights gameplay trailer. Uh, they showed off uh, Batgirl. A lot of these video game companies will drop like small little trailers during San Diego Comic-Con. may not necessarily be a part of San Diego Comic-Con, but they like to, you know, definitely get those uh little announcements out there um and then another one uh would be the sandman reveal trailer uh which is supposed to hit on this august i believe looks pretty good i'm very excited august is starting to look pretty busy august is oh my gosh between we have uh groot um she hulk um uh house of the dragons for game of thrones uh sandman and or it, it's I'm, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, I, I love how TV has really just shined this year. It really has thrived. Like, I believe that TV has shined or outperformed film this year so far just because there's just so many great shows that we've gotten. And the Emmys is around that time as well. I believe that's in September, though. But uh, the last thing that I wanted to mention, um, honorable mention, is a new Lord of the Rings, um, the Ring of Power, uh, new trailer reveals uh, the creation of a Balrog, of a Balrog, I should say. So very excited for that as well. I think I'm a little bit more excited for Game of Thrones just because, you know, that is set 300 years prior to the events of the main show. So it is new characters, new stories. Um, We may not have to worry too much about spoilers, but, you know, we've seen with other prequels before that they kind of give those things away. So I'm not sure how they're going to handle that, but I I think we should be good there. But I'm definitely excited for Lord of the Rings, uh, the Rings of Power as well. That seems to be more of a prequel uh, to the um, to the films and whatnot. They're trying to keep all that connected, which is fine. Um, It's just Amazon Prime Videos. It's it's a good service. It's just not. They're just really not known for like their like big budget shows outside of like the boys and like a few other uh, things here and there, but still a really good, um, a really good streaming service nonetheless. So 
So those are just a few of the uh, my favorite non-comic book movie announcements uh, that happened. So, Devin, I think it's time to get into what happens to be the quickest announcement, I should say, is the DC Comic Con panel announcements. Uh, not much here. Yeah, uh, we were talking before. It's like it's kind of sad that the main DC panel has less notable news than the Marvel Animation panel. Hopefully they kind of figure some stuff out and maybe with Black Adam, it's kind of like a reset for them. They can kind of move forward with the JSA as as opposed to the Justice League. But it's like if they just keep shooting themselves in the foot, this Henry Cavill stuff came out that he was supposed to show up and announce another Superman movie that did not happen. And then people thought he might show up for Marvel, which would have been hilarious, but that did not happen. And then the Flash is supposed to come out. That's that was a movie that was supposed to reset the whole universe. And now that's a giant mess. So it's like, hopefully they figure it out. But I think moving forward, if, as long as Black Adam does as well as we think it will, um, which it should, because it's been about 10 years in the making. So, so if that if that does well, they can kind of hone in on that and have The Rock be the head, the, the leader of of the franchise moving forward as much as you would not enjoy that. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, echo and piggyback after everything you just said there. When it comes to DC, um, it, it is more of a disappointment that we only got a few trailers. I mean, Shazam Fear Fear of the Gods, like the new trailer looks amazing. That's coming to the theaters. Yeah, great trailer. Yeah, yeah, really great trailer. Uh, that's hitting uh, theaters December 21st. Another Christmas movie, possibly. Except this one actually comes out during Christmas. Yes, exactly. Um, And then, you know, we got the Black Adam trailer, a a very short trailer around uh, a minute and 30. Yeah, it didn't show too much. Yeah, it it didn't show too much there. And then we also got the DC uh, Suicide Squad's boss, uh, Amanda Waller, um, a.k.a. uh, Viola Davis, will be returning in Black Adam as um, Amanda Waller there. So that's some pretty cool news. Um, It's hard to imagine somebody else outside of her and i feel like it's super easy for her to kind of just you know pop in and pop out when she has to freeze time she, she can be their nick fury it's it's pretty simple yeah pretty much but i i do let's with dc it kind of does blow with um you know with i feel like we should have gotten a a flash trailer because there's been a lot I of i don't know i don't know what they're supposed to do with that like well, we also have to remind ourselves, because I was actually talking to a few people yesterday on the Twitter space about this, that, you know, the whole Ezra Miller thing, obviously we're in the know about this, but if I were to go to like my mom or just like any random person on the street and ask them, do you know who Ezra Miller is? They probably wouldn't know. But people of the internet that have the power of the internet definitely know. Yeah. And social media. Like if it's like. They're they're so screwed when, when it comes to that movie. As soon as they release any trailer or anything, it's just going to be a, a, a hurricane. Like it's, the reactions are going to be. Ezra is just he's just too far gone. I guess they are just too far gone. Yeah, I I think that it's best just to rip the bandaid off and just get it over with because Warner Brothers already said that you know it costs it's too costly to do reshoots. Um, they're going to lose money if they put it on HBO Max. Um, and, you know, they can't just not release it. Um, and then maybe they could do like a straight to Blu-ray kind of thing. But I feel like that's even worse because, I mean, even though like, you know, we're part of like the physical media markets well, when it comes to movies and stuff, uh, especially me. It's like I, I don't know if the community, you know, is going to be that big 
of a you know sale for that. So I think just releasing it in theaters and just praying for the best is going to be the best option. They might be able to get away with it by putting it on HBO Max, but um, from what I've heard from others, I'm not sure how true this is, but apparently from a few uh, like test screenings, again, just from like a leaker that I was kind of just like talking to in a Twitter space, um, that apparently this uh, the test screenings were like really, really good. Apparently people are, there's really great um, positive uh, reactions to those. So we'll just have to wait and see. And also we have to kind of remind ourselves that Warner Brothers is kind of going through a transitional phase with uh, Discovery buying them. So... I'm not sure what they have planned for that, but I'd rather them bring at least, you know, the things that are supposed to come this year. They kind of been backtracking a lot of stuff. They had that, you know, DC comic book 2022 movies. It was, it was stacked. Like we had the flash, we had black Adam, we had suicide. I mean, not suicide squad, Shazam, uh, the Batman, uh, Aquaman two and all that stuff. But it seems that they kind of pushed back a lot of their stuff. So I really don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're, they're transitioning from, from not having a plan to not having a plan. <laughs> exactly. Should be, should be a pretty easy transition. I, I think it should be. But, you know, I, I hope things get back on the right foot. I know there was a huge rumor that Henry Cavill was supposed to uh, appear. But, just, uh, just pay the man. He, I mean... That might be it. Super, Superman is the main hero of your entire universe, and you've only given him one full movie... And then, like, kind of one other movie, if you combine the halves of Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. How do you not have a Superman sequel out by now? It's, it's, he's your number one hero. Just makes no sense. I would actually say Batman's number one hero because it is Detective Comics comics. And, like, it, the entire, like, it's because of Batman. But I do agree that obviously Superman is incredibly popular superman batman wonder woman that that is like dc's holy trinity so we're getting an aquaman sequel before a superman sequel what are we doing here yeah that is kind of weird <laughs> just just man. give the man what he deserves i know the rumors are that he's he's turning it down but you got he's the perfect superman so you gotta lock him down yeah, somebody said on Twitter he's like the best Superman of our generation. I was like, well, to be fair, he's kind of like the only Superman. I mean, I guess if you want to count Superman and Lois, uh, the TV show, but I mean, when it comes to you know, what about Brandon Brandon Roush? What was his name? The the older Superman series. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah oh yeah from Smallville. I almost forgot about Smallville. Um, yeah, I guess so. But as far as like silver screen Superman, you know, um portrayals it's it's been henry cavill but yeah it's for him it's been a movie and a half or yeah i would say two movies if you kind of count bbs and that's, that's what my math is too yeah two movies total <laughs> yeah because if you count him the the parts that he was in for uh zack snyder's justice league and then batman v superman i mean Batman, that, that's a whole other story, but we have a new Batman, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Um, you know, it, it would be cool to see Affleck come back, but I think they've kind of just moved past all that together. So let's uh, move on over here to our Marvel Animations panel announcement, which... Surprisingly exciting stuff here. I did not expect there to be uh, all this interesting news. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. I Man, I really wish we would have would have been able to go like this year 
but you know, it, it kind of, it flew over my head. I didn't even realize it was, you know, you, you, you get into the adult world and you don't even realize that like, we're almost done with like July and it's almost August, but um, really quick, I'll just read off the uh, Marvel animation panel announcements and we'll kind of just, you know, nitpick on what kind of stood out to us. So we got our first um, Groot trailer and poster that was supposed to be hitting August 10th on Disney plus. Um, we also got Spider-Man freshman year, um, that will debut in, um, on Disney plus, excuse me, um, in 2024. And then we have what if season two will debut sometime in early 2023. Um, it was previously reported, uh, delayed for a 2022 release date, but also it looks like season three has already been greenlit for what if. Yeah. I think they said they wanted to do one season per year. Yeah, which I think is cool. Um, I, I think you can only do this for so many seasons, though. But then again, it's like the more I feel like it's endless, though, because it's like, yeah, you can do anything that that's true. And the more, you know, the more that they um, introduce new characters, they can kind of do different variations of that. So who knows how long it'll go on for speaking um, of new and- characters. Marvel Zombies <laughs> has a slew of them showing up. I love the cast they put in here. Yeah, and it's TVMA, which is amazing. I'm very excited for that, yes. And then I think between Spider-Man freshman year, which I'm so excited for, you know, we see Harry, we see, you know, it's his father. I think that's the biggest question that came out of this day is how much of this, if any of it, is canon? It's tough to know, especially for Spider-Man, like, Osborns do not exist yet in the MCU, so probably isn't canon, but we'll see. I'm yeah, and that's the thing because I can't remember. I think when we first started with Spider Man, uh, Homecoming was he a sophomore or was he a junior? I don't know what grades he was. I think he was a sophomore, if I'm not because he he was either a, he had to be been a soft either a sophomore or a junior because Liz, his first love was a senior. I think it's been a while since I've watched Homecoming. I had to rewatch that and see, but I'm very excited for that. Uh, nonetheless, it, but yeah, I'm wondering if it is canon or not. I'm mean, even if it's not canon, I'm okay with it. And I think they already greenlit um, a Spider-Man sophomore year as well. Ooh, okay, so it, it must have been his junior year. It, it must have been his junior year. It had to have been at least his junior year because of the events between Homecoming and then between. Uh, far from home and no way home, especially no way home when they tried to get into college. Yeah, it, it has to be for sure. Um, but let us know if if it's not. I, c- I could be totally wrong. Um, the and another big takeaway: uh, we finally uh, saw some images from X Men '97, which will debut in the fall of 2023. So we're not too far off. About a little bit over a year wait for that. But it looks like Magneto is going to lead the X-Men this time around, which I'm very excited about. But what are your thoughts about that? Well, I, I texted you after this announcement. I was like, <laughs> I think it's time to do a to do a, a rewatch review of the original X-Men cartoon. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay. You know what? I I like that a lot. Because I've seen I've I've seen some of it. I've I've seen some of it. I've definitely not seen all of it. So definitely gonna have to go back and Dive in, and now they're now they're in the correct order. Apparently on on Disney Plus, I don't. Apparently they weren't before. That's a big deal. I remember when um, when Disney Plus when when we were both freaking out. You know when it first um, first launched, 
um, you know, they were saying they were showing everything that was going to be their day one. And um, the nineties X-Men movie was there. I mean, not the movie, the series and the nineties Spider-Man uh, series as well. And the first thing I booted up was Spider-Man uh, from the nineties. And um, they were out of order. <laughs> like I, I, I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm going to watch this. And I was going to watch some sweet, sweet life of Zack and Cody and a few other things. And it started off with like the Venom saga. And I was like, that, that doesn't, that's not right. And then I looked at the order of them and I looked online. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're out of order. And same thing with X-Men. And that's why I didn't start it. So I definitely think we should do a series review of the 90s X-Men TV show. That is a fantastic idea. Yeah, I was looking at it. It's five seasons. So we could do like one per month for like five months leading up to X-Men 97. I think that would be fantastic. Instead of trying to do it all at once, because I mean, it it is an animated show, sure, but it's just a lot of watching television. You got to break it up. So I definitely think we should do that. That is that is a fantastic idea. Look at us, Devin, brainstorming on the show. Well, like we'll we'll make our own version where Kamala Khan pops in. Kamala, what are you doing? Mutation. That was. Fantastic. I, uh, I, I love that moment, but yeah, those are just the, uh, actually those are pretty much all the announcements from the Marvel animation, uh, panel. So I think it's just time to move on to the big boys here, which, um, is the Look Marvel. This, Comic- list. this list is insane. The, the Marvel Com- comic con panel announcements, what they're calling it. So just all everything, live action, anything and everything has to do with live action for Marvel. Um, I do want to say um, there has been a lot of like, you know, discourse between, you know, saying that um, phase four didn't have a, you know, there was no direction. And Kevin Feige actually came out and said that phase four was about resetting the MCU and uh, meeting all these new characters uh, before, you know, going into the outline of phase five yeah because if you didn't know uh if you didn't notice phase three ended with endgame and infinity war where there were quite a few deaths so we kind of had to just do a reset and get some new characters some new blood and move forward exactly and that and that's what i've usually been trying to uh tell people anyone that i've uh came across with like you know the with this um situation and i was like you know it it always felt like it was kind of like a cool down stage because everything that happened in infinity war and Endgame was just so insane that, I mean, they kind of ramped it back up with Spider-Man no way home, but I mean that even that like in itself, like there is a reset that happens in that movie. And you can see the hints being dropped all throughout the phase as as to where they're going. Yeah. So I've always felt like, you know, it's, it's, you know, giving the MCU, MCU a um, some room to breathe and to you know just introduce new characters and pretty much lay the groundwork for the setup and then obviously um, we got the phase five uh, announcements and then a little bit of phase six as well because Kevin Feige was just on a roll and I know he's been sitting on this information for a while he came to play yeah yeah he he did he did come to play um and you could tell the excitement on his face it it, it is fantastic so everything from phase so 
what we know for now, phase four will end. We have uh, She-Hulk coming August 17th, and then it will end. Phase four will end with Black Panther Wakanda forever. Yeah, that was kind of the first announcement that I was like, whoa, like phase four ends with Wakanda forever. Like, that's crazy to think about. How great was that trailer? Like, that's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Straight up. I, I watched it at least like five or six times. And I was yeah, I'm like, getting up there too. The songs, just yes. the visuals, everything. I was like this, you know, it, and they, I can't really say they were in like development, you know, like crazy. Well, for a while there, they, they didn't really know what they were going to do because Ryan Coogler has the impossible task. I mean, he, he, I don't know if you know this, but he wrote an entire sequel before Chadwick died. Like he had it written. So he had to start from page one, start completely over. I, it's just crazy that if they're even having a release this early. It is insane because it's, it's like you said, it is an impossible task, especially since Marvel Studios has decided not to recast uh, T'Challa. So there is that. Just you know, the correct decision. Yeah, I, I think I think so. Um, and this this trailer really shows how they're honoring his memory. I know there's a lot of people out there think, you know, I've seen people say that they, they should recast. And it's like, well, I, I can't say that's either right or wrong. But, you know, this is a decision that Marvel made. And, you know, it, the, it seems like it is going to pay off. You know, it is going to pay those tributes. To T'Challa, we are going to get a new Black Panther, so the mantle is being passed down, which I think is a smart way to go about it instead of saying, oh, you know, let's just recast T'Challa and he'll be Black Panther again. I think this route makes so much more sense. It does. It, it really, really does. Um, it comes out November 11th this year. I was actually afraid that it wasn't going to hit that that uh, release date because we haven't heard anything about it for a while. Um, but out of all the announcements that we will be announcing from, from phase five here on outs, I believe that we should be getting like a big bad every, like maybe two to three phases. It seems like from here on out, but yeah, I think ending with Wakanda forever, at least for phase four, kind of just, like I said before, giving the MCU, MCU some room to breathe. We saw, we saw Namor and he looked amazing. Like that, I've, I've never really seen that actor in anything. Um, he looks. Kind I know of he's familiar. in Narco. I know he's in Narcos. That's kind of his his main known rise to fame. But he looked great. He looked like a really cool character. I thought T'Challa's sister was giving birth underwater. I'm like, what is this? We're doing underwater births. I'm like, oh, it's Namor. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. And then at the end, they show they show somebody in a, a Black Panther costume, presumably Shuri. I was okay. So I wanted to ask you because I've. Talk to a few people about this. Do you think some way, somehow, Killmonger comes back and takes up the mantle of his cousin? Yeah, because the suit was looking black and gold at the end there, which is more of Killmonger's colorway. So it's it's possible. Um, we did not see a body, I guess. Yeah, that, that was my reasoning, is that we didn't see a body much like we didn't see... Kingpin die at the end of uh, Hawkeye, which we'll get into here in a bit. But, but I believe it was more of a more of a feminine figure in that suit, based on that. Just what we got at the end there. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I'm what whatever route they go, I am confident that Ryan Coogler will have a, you know, it, it, it'll make sense. 
just, I mean, th- just this trailer alone was just, just so reassuring as to, to what they're doing here. Cause there was a lot of question marks going in, but then this trailer comes out and really just calms everyone down. Like that, the song choice. All right. Like just perfect choice. Just we're, we're going to be all right. Like he's, he's literally telling us with, with the song choice, he's, he's reassuring us about the black Panther universe in Wakanda. Hopefully Kendrick Lamar will come back to do the soundtrack again. Cause that's one of the best soundtracks ever for the first one. Yeah, that and uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, like, it's yeah. so good. Shang-Chi's was actually pretty good, too. I really, really like that one. But yeah, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever comes to theaters November 11th um, this year. It's, whew, I'm, I'm ready. I mean... It's going to be emotional. It's going to be very emotional. Yeah, they pretty much said, like, without telling us, like, bring a box of tissues. Yeah. <laughs> For that. So Devin, let's uh let's move on here to phase five. I'll read off everything that's coming uh to phase five. Well we should also uh, briefly mention there was the the new She-Hulk trailer, the final trailer before the series comes out. And they um they definitely improved the CGI for her a bit. It, it's still it's still not as good as Hulk's, which makes sense because they've had ten years to work on his, so they kind of know how to make his look the best it can. There's, they're still ironing out how to make She-Hulk look natural and more smooth, but it's definitely improved. Back when they had time <laughs> to actually yeah. improve on, on the VFX. Yeah. But yeah, She-Hulk looks great. Um, that is going to be something really fun uh, for us to cover here and, on the channel. And Daredevil made an appearance in the trailer in his new suit, red and yellow appearing. Yes, sir. I am very... Daredevil's everywhere. He's going to be Wong. in Echo. And Wong, of course. Yes, Mom of course. showed up. <laughs> you, someone made like a mock uh, Marvel Studios of Wong and Morbius. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is too much. The Wong Dynasty, <laughs> Avengers Wong Dynasty. <laughs> that should be the sequel to Kang Dynasty. He, he's fed up with uh, <laughs> teleporting people. Kang, without, Kang uh, takes over, and then the sequel is Wong <laughs> just coming in to take the throne. He takes the throne. He's like, I've been creating interdimensional portals for these for these heroes for far too long without any gratitude. It's time. With Beyonce by his side. The power of Beyonce. <laughs> He's the most powerful being in the universe. Yeah. With, with, with his with his um his ice cream, his, his Hulk ice cream from uh Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> Man, oh man. So yeah, I'm very excited for, you know, She-Hulk. We might have to uh, just do a single episode of that. I'm not entirely sure. We'll have to wait and see because I think they're about 30 minutes each. But if this is running into Andor, again, I really hope they don't do this crossing path thing because it is just way, way too much. Um, Or maybe we can kind of like split She-Hulk into like five and five yeah but it's it's the first the first ever mcu sitcom which is exciting well hold on oh we already had our sitcom it was called wandavision for the most that part. was a sitcom for three episodes <laughs> no 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 because they did they did uh the i love lucy like dick van dyke they went all the way through like kind of like through modern family vibes it was like at least five episodes if, if your sitcom has myst- mysterious witch um <laughs> pl- plotting in the back then i guess i guess you can say that, that is true. yeah i mean we'll, we'll see but I, I i would definitely count wandavision as sitcom s but this is the first true sitcom full, 
comedy. Full sit. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll say full full sitcom <laughs> because it. Yeah, definitely. It's, that. it's a Law and Order type procedural mm-hmm. justice should be good. Yeah, Tatiana Mosley. It's going to be amazing. I'm very excited. So let's uh, move on here to phase five really quick. Um, I'll just go, I'll just announce everything that um, they went through with the uh, announcement dates. And then we'll kind of just nitpick, you know, what um, what's like our most anticipated and whatnot. So for phase five, uh, it starts with Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania uh, debuts uh, February 17th of 2023. Then uh, Secret Invasion, which will drop on Disney Plus spring 2023. What if season two, early 2023? A uh, we don't have a set release date for that as um, as of yet. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, uh, May 5th, 2023. Echo Summer 2023 hitting Disney Plus. The Marvels July 28th, 2023. Um, and then that moves on to Loki season two, summer 2023 as well. That's, that'll be hitting Disney plus. Then we get blade in November 3rd, um, in 2023. And then, um, that's it for just the year of 2023. But of course, phase five does kind of continue a little bit after that. seems like it's going to be about a year and a half, uh, starting with daredevil born again, coming to Disney plus spring, 2024, 16 uh, episodes, 18, episodes. 18 episodes. Yes, sir. We don't know how long, but Hey, that's better than even if they're 30 minutes long, it's breaking the formula. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then captain America for which has been titled captain America, New World Order will hit uh, May 3rd. I heard I heard a crazy theory about this one today from Heavy Spoilers. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so May 3rd, 2024. But what is this? Uh, what is this theory? I'm, I'm very interested. There, there's a theory. You know how there's possibly a, a young Steve Rogers, Captain America, running around in the in the multiverse somewhere. Oh, my God. He, he grew old and he grew old in our universe. But but say there's a young one that that appears and he might be an undercover agent and the main villain for Captain America Four. that would be pretty cool. I, I want to know that would be very, I like that. He could be a Hydra agent undercover. <laughs> I don't know how the fans are going to take that, but I think that's a fantastic idea. Like let's see a different side of Captain America that we've never seen before. He, he's, he's only can be a bad guy. Knives Out, The yeah. Gray Man just came out. Yeah, yeah, you watched that one. I, I still yet to watch that. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, that's a, a very interesting theory. Um, we'll have to wait and, wait and see how that one pans out. Um, and continuing on for Phase 5, uh, The Thunderbolts will hit uh, theaters July 26th. That's the end. Phase 5. 2024. Oh, so I thought Ironheart was Phase 5. Is that not Phase 5? Or is that phase six? Um, oh, it's like this list is out of order. Oh, no. Yeah, it does look. So, yeah. So Ironheart is coming 2023 in the fall on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And then Agatha Coven of Chaos. It was originally called House of Harkness. So interesting name change there. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think I like this name a little bit better. So, yeah, I do apologize. I, I pulled this from a website. I didn't realize that. So Ironheart is coming 2023 on Disney Plus. That is also part of Phase 5, as well as Agatha, Coven of Chaos, coming winter 2023 Disney Plus. So And it ends with Thunderbolts, July 26, 2024. Right. Yeah. So Phase 5 ends Yeah, ends with Thunderbolts. Which is, um, which is very exciting. I cannot wait to see 
who's in that lineup. There's so many opportunities. Led led by Val. We got mm-hmm. US Agent. We got Abomination. We got Yelena. We got Zemo. Like <laughs> there's just it's just gonna be a fun squad. Yeah. That that's gonna be a fantastic. So yeah, that pretty much caps out for phase five. And then Kevin Feige being the man that he is kind of just went a little bit farther. And he's like, I want to show you a little bit. He gave us more than we deserved. He gave us way more. So he gave us a few from phase six, just three from phase six. That's all we need to know from phase six. This 2025 is going to be an insane year for the MCU. It looks like between phase five and six, they are going to be taking a bit of a break because if Thunderbolts is going to be the last movie or the last ending for phase five um, in July 26, 2024. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. That's in the same year. For some reason, I thought Fantastic Four was coming on 2025. So that's only a few months. I do apologize. So yeah, Fantastic Four. One thing that should be mentioned is that there's that Armor Wars show that's supposed to come out. I'm guessing that might... That might squeeze in there, possibly, because it wasn't announced. So we don't really know when that's supposed to be coming. But I'd like Don Cheadle to get his own show. Show him some love. He's the Don. I was thinking that maybe, because they didn't say anything about Armor Wars whatsoever. I was thinking maybe they kind of like took his character arc and maybe put it within like Ironheart or something else. I really don't know. Because, like I said, that was like the one thing that everyone's like, where's Armor Wars? I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. It would make sense if they put it, yeah, I don't know, I guess, after Thunderbolts, but then that would be into Phase 6. Yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. But Phase 6. Oh boy, Phase 6. Yeah, so Kevin Feige gave us a little taste of Phase 6. He didn't give us everything, but... I it looks like for Fantastic Four it hits theaters November eighth, twenty twenty four, and then it looks like Marvel is pulling uh, a year of the Matrix here with two Avengers movies happening in the same year in twenty twenty five. The first one will be Avengers: The King Dynasty May second, twenty twenty five, and then later on during that year, uh, Avengers: Secret Wars November seventh. So. That's just so hype. It's going to be like Infinity War, Endgame. They're going to be filmed back to back more than likely. And then those trademarks were right. The trademarks came out a couple days ago and they were all true. Yeah. Yeah. They were all true. Unfortunately, we did not get that solo Scarlet Witch uh, film that everyone was reportedly talking about. But honestly, I'm, I'm okay with, with what we have. Like, I think this is fantastic. Um, I, I wonder if this is actually going to stick, I mean, this far out into 2025. Like, that's like three years from now. Um, but I'm it, I'm interested to see if it's actually, if they're going to, you know, hold these dates. Because I feel like a few things might shift around. But we are, it looks like Marvel is finally getting back on track because we kind of had that, that delay with COVID. Um, but do you think this is going to be like a two-parter for these two Avengers movies? Or do you think they're going to be two separate? Oh, yeah. Has to be. They're so close in release. I mean, based just based on the titles, you can kind of decipher kind of what might happen. I mean, it feels like the Kang's gonna take over and conquer, because that's what he does. He's gonna conquer in the first movie, he's gonna win, just like Thanos did in Infinity War. And then that could cause Secret Wars, where literally every hero from every universe, from every every just everything, every Fantastic Four, every X-Men. 
Yeah. Every every Spider Man, they can all show up and battle it out in Secret Wars. Yeah. And also, I think we uh, almost forgot to mention. So, uh, Marvel has dubbed Phase Four, Five, and Six the Multiverse Saga. Yes. I believe it is four. Yeah, Four, Five, and Six. So, the first saga was the Infinity Saga, which is Phase One, Two, and Three. So, Four, Five, and Six is the Multiverse Saga. So, again, they have a plan. Yes, One, one, two, one two, and Three all builds up to Avengers. Four, five, and six will build up to Kang. I should say, um, um, yeah, one, two, three leads up to Thanos. Four, five, six, Kang, and then maybe seven, seven eight, eight nine, nine, Galactus. Or I was actually thinking Doctor Doom, since they are introducing the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I was going to mention that during our our Wakanda Forever, but there's rumors. It wasn't confirmed, but there are rumors that Doom will show up in in um, Wakanda Forever which should be a big reveal and a great way to cap off uh, phase four as well. But yeah, we could possibly be getting Kang and doom together during secret wars. That would be, whoo, that would be insane. But yeah, I'm very interested to see um, if they're going to hold for this. I know some people were kind of like worried. They're like, Oh, two Avengers movies coming out in the same year. Is that really going to be, you know, like, is this going to be the matrix all over again? Um, I don't think it's going to be the Matrix all over again because Marvel has a plan, <laughs> as we can see from this humongous roadmap that we've been talking about here for like the past 15 minutes. Um, they they have a plan and they know what they want to do. And, you know, it may falter a little bit. You know, we, we might get like one Avengers movie one year by like if if anything, if anything were to happen, I would assume either. I would assume Secret Wars might get pushed back to like May of 2026 if anything were to happen. But that's so far out. We don't know anything as of yet. So that's just my assumption. But I mean, a year of Avengers movies would be pretty awesome um, if, if they were able to stick it. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, the year of the Matrix thing all over again, because number one, this is if this is an established Marvel, you know, cinematic universe you know, 10 plus years in the making versus what the matrix, which didn't really, you know, they didn't do a very good job of like exploring, you know, the matrix as well as they did within the first film, which was really good. And then it kind of falters a little bit in the second one. And then the third one is just a complete crane rash. I have not heard this comparison before, but it is a pretty dumb one. Yeah, I, I was talking to a few people on Spaces. I forgot. Somebody brought it up. It, it was just them asking, like, oh, is this going to be like a major six situation? I'm like, well, no, this is, I mean, everything here is, like, Mar- Marvel is great with transparency when it comes to at least, like, their announcements. So, but out of all these announcements, I kind of wanted just to close out here really quick. Uh, what are your most anticipated projects, Devin? Um, for phase four, five, and six, you know, I, I, there's so many to, to talk about. I mean, there's, there's nothing I'm not excited for. I agree. But, but what I'm most excited for, obviously Wakanda forever. Cause that trailer just blew everything away. Mm. I'm, I'm really excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp Pontomania. Obviously that, that trilogy does not get a lot of love, but I think this could really change. I think this could really change that because, Kang is making his introduction here, basically, because we have not met Kang yet, technically. 
We have not met this evil conquering king that I'm very excited to see because Jonathan Majors, he's the best. Like, yeah, you can just see. I don't know if you saw any of the clips of him on stage talking about it, but he's very excited. I wanted to bring that up because uh, it was it was a reporter that he was talking to and he didn't know that they released uh, the King of the Dynasty. Yes, like, that was amazing. like the, the release date. And he was like, and what? you see his live reaction. <laughs> he was like, let me see that again. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm I'm definitely most excited just to see him more because mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite actors. And like we, like we talked about before, the Loki finale, it's just him talking for like 10 minutes. And it's the most riveting thing we've seen so far. Like, that's just how good he is. I think the Loki finale is probably the best finale out of any Disney Plus show we've gotten. Yeah, and it's just it's just him it's just them talking. But yeah. that's just how good of an actor he is. Oh, it's so good. It's uh now I got So now since new Daredevil series is coming out, you do know you have to watch the Daredevil on Yeah, Netflix. I was gonna bring that up. We can how, so let me see how many seasons. Three seasons, There's right? Three did. seasons. Yes, so sir. We can, we can kind of plan it out. Um, yeah, definitely. So we're doing five, the five seasons of X-Men leading up to 97, which comes out in fall of 2023. So yeah. we'll do that next year. And then I would like to watch Daredevil before Echo comes out. So that's summer 2023. So then we can do one season per month leading up to that as well. I will say we will probably have to, well, I don't know if we would have to actually. So with Daredevil's story, like seasons one and two, if you want, if we want to just follow Daredevil's story, it's season one and two. And then it goes into Defenders, which is more Daredevil hev- heavily based. But I feel like we can, we might, we can actually probably skip that. I'm not watching anything else. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I don't like, care about any of those other characters. Well, I will say because during the beginning of season three of Daredevil, it doesn't necessarily leave off where season two left off. It leads off after what happens in Defenders. But I feel like for Defenders, I'll you can just watch easily a recap. just wa- yep. yeah. I was gonna say yeah, just watch a recap and you, you should be fine for that. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited, man. Like I haven't watched the X Men series in such a long time. Like that's gonna be such a re- fun rewatch series as well as Daredevil because. It, it is just so fantastic. And season three is by far the best out of the three. It's just, it is so crazy, dude. Like all the street level combat that happens and just, whoo, it, it is. Th- there's a reason why I actually think it was like the best nine, you know, and well, technically it is part of the MCU, but we don't know if daredevil born again, it's going to be like a reboot. If it's going to be continuation, if it's a continuation, that would be very interesting. Because now all the Daredevil's um, uh, seasons are on Disney Plus, so we don't have to go anywhere else to watch them. But um, so, yeah, did you have any other most uh, anticipated projects you wanted to uh, uh, mention? Yeah, I talked about how excited I am for Thunderbolts. Obviously, Guardians 3, that's going to be another emotional one. Apparently, they were tearing up on stage, the cast, and people saw the trailer. There was a trailer shown that has not been released yet, but people were tearing up at that one, so that's going to be a lot, too. It's the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy era. Like, this, yeah. he said this is the end. It's it's sad, but... I think it makes sense. You got you yeah. to end it sometime, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, for my anticipated projects, it is really hard to choose some, but I guess like, if I were to choose five... 
uh black panther uh wakanda forever um coming next year um ant-man looks great echo guardians of the galaxy season three um oh my god there, there's just so many like honestly there's not like a single episode or single project for phase for the rest of phase four or five or for the bulk of um, most of all of five and then some of six that I'm probably not excited for. Like I'm excited for every single one of these blade is going to be fantastic. I'm so yeah. excited for that. We didn't even get any information on that, but that here's the thing. We're two months away from D 23 where they're going to drop even more information for us. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Cause it seems like these are more of like the smaller announcements, just kind of giving us like, a, you know, a, a small little roadmap, but it seems like they're going to go even deeper with D23. Maybe we will yeah, I mean, get... I'm guessing we'll get some, a lot of the castings and the teasers because there's still a lot of casting that needs to be done here. Yeah, more teasers, more trailers for sure. I'm very, very excited. We've got an entire fantastic family to cast. Yeah, I, and like, I, I think the X-Men aren't going to come probably until... Probably till phase seven. I I think that's that's, that's the thing that we we've always mentioned. They can take their time with with X Men and the mutants because they have so much on their plate. I will say I'm kind of sad. No no Spider Man. Uh, besides Spider Man um, freshman year seems to be the only like Spider Man type of thing that we're kind of be getting. But I think I'm kind of okay with that. Well, we we know Sony hand, we know Sony chooses the release dates for those, so it's just kind of <laughs> random. Yeah, that is true. I mean, hey, man, maybe maybe Alberto will make his way yeah. to the, into the MCU. Um, we'll we'll have to see. But um, I just want to say for final thoughts for me on the event, like everything that Marvel, even DC, and you know all of the uh, non comic book announcements that I mentioned earlier, they it, I'm I'm so I'm excited for so much stuff. It's what a time to be alive when. Back when we were kids, the only real comic book, like live action thing that we ever really had was like the Spider-Man movies and like a few of like the live action X-Men movies. I mean, because we were too young to. Well, yeah, we were too young to watch Blade, though, I feel like. But yeah, Blade was was definitely watching Blade. I was not. <laughs> I was watching iCarly or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's we've come such a long way and it's like, you know, the technology has advanced to the point where you know where people are able to see their favorite heroes and villains on the silver screen you know or at home very interested also no talks of young avengers as of yet but i wanted to ask you really quick devin because i think this has actually worked better as a series if they gave the young avengers their own like 12 like 13 episode series instead of doing a big like film for that but I don't know. What, what do you think? I'm, I'm pretty sure that'll be phase six because yeah. there were five or six playing spots in phase six. They, ha- they haven't announced yet. Right. Yeah. We only got three for D23 um, so far. So I'm very, very excited. So I feel like they don't want to give us too much, but uh, that's pretty much everything from the Marvel Comic Con panel announcements here. But um, I'll pass it back over to Devin really quick so we can give just his final thoughts on the event and, you know. Yeah, just just your final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, there's there's really not much more to say except in, in Feige we trust. Like mm-hmm. we we knew all along he had a plan. He always has a plan. People are freaking out because Phase Four hasn't been as concise and eventful, focused, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was to an extent sure that's true. But they've been dropping hints all along, and we know 
this is coming off the heels of Endgame, so they had to kind of just do a bit of a reset, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. And what they're leading up to is going to be even bigger than Endgame was, so you just have to be excited. Got to have a cooldown phase. Like, you can't just have, like, well, we're going to hide for every single movie, and it's going to be bigger and better and, you know, bloody or whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, so, I'm, and I'm very excited. I hope that um, Daredevil Born Again has to be TVMA. It has to be. That That is all I have to say. Yeah, because they announced Marvel Zombies will be, so I'm, I'm pretty confident that they're starting to get more uh, MA slash R stuff. Deadpool 3 com- is confirmed to be rated R. It so. is. Yes, sir. And the Deadpool movies are now on Disney Plus as well as Logan. It's another one that we don't have an announcement yet. That might be Phase 6, too. Who knows? Yeah. I'm very excited that they're they're finally just... I mean, you know, Disney's always been you know, family friendly, like if that's going to be your main focus, that's fine. But they have to understand when, and maybe blade will be rated R. We don't really know as of yet, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff you can get away with PG 13 nowadays. Um, especially for DC, uh, league of super pets. I'm telling you, it's probably mo- the most adult, like animated DC super pets movie I've ever seen in my life. But definitely, um, there's just so many great things here. I'm very, very excited for pretty much everything that they're announcing. You know, we'll probably get more in depth with D23. Um, Again, my only gripe, my only con is that I wish that they would either just drop these trailers on uh, Twitter or, you know, at least drop them during D23. I just wish that this San Diego Comic-Con event was a little bit more, um, I guess you can say inclusive, like we said, instead of just refreshing twitter every five to ten minutes to see if any new announcements have come out because we were all just in discord just hanging out just trying to trying to figure out what's happening and i was just on twitter like just kind of announcing things as they come out but like if there was a stream it'd just be so cool to just sit there and watch it yeah i mean they they did it for the the first day i don't see why they can't do it for the others but yeah like when i joined for suit up geeks um you know we were kind of just you know, they were, they were live streaming like a Twitter page and it's like, no one really wants to kind of like yeah. see that. <laughs> they want to see like, you know, actual footage. And, you know, we were kind of just, you know, talking around and whatnot and uh, shooting, shooting the, uh, the, the info uh, between each other. So yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I, it, it's like I said, what a time to be alive. And just, I just wish the event was a little bit more inclusive, but um, DC comic, uh, San Diego comic-con 2024, baby. No, 2023, baby. That's our year. That's our year. <laughs> Is Marvel even going to show up? <laughs> 24, baby. That's our year. <laughs> Put a little Eddie Munson in there for sure. But that, uh, concludes our uh, recap of San Diego comic-con 2022. Uh, thank you all for listening, especially if you've made it this far, there's so much to talk about, but looks like we've kind of hit around the uh, target market that we wanted to just, you know, talk about and just geek out about everything, you know, nerd culture and just, I would say pop culture, um, all together, not too much Star Wars stuff, which is okay. But again, D23 is right around the corner. So as well as uh, DC fandom, I believe they're doing that again this year. So that would be very, very amazing um, to kind of uh, cover those as we go. But yeah, um, if you haven't already known, if you made it this far, we'll definitely be doing an X-Men uh, 90s uh, recap series leading up to uh, the new X-Men animated as well as uh, Daredevil. Very, very excited for that. Very excited for Devin to watch it, more so than anything else. But uh, what is coming up next on uh, the podcast, you might ask. Um, as of this recording, 
should be out for everyone to listen to. So definitely uh, check that out, as well as our Avatar The Last Airbender Book One Water Revisited series that is now out on the podcast uh, for everyone to listen to. And I believe our next movie we're going to be reviewing is going to be DC League of Super Pets. I'm actually kind of excited to see that again because I had a blast. It's like a cool hour and 50 minutes. It's really, really funny. Like, I I haven't laughed. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Teen Titans Go to the Movies a little bit. I mean, a little bit more on the kid's side, but it, it, it was, yeah, good, good stuff. So definitely um, we have that coming up. So I'm very excited to share my actual thoughts um, for that. And if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Um, and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with the movie lover in need. And we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys in the next one. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys at D23. Baby. Peace.